Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Watkins-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Hey, Peak Performers, we now have a new segment on the podcast called Ask Henneke. In this segment, you can ask your host Henneke any questions you may have on your leadership and entrepreneurial journey, and you might just hear Henneke respond to you. So go ahead and submit your questions by sending an email to hennekewatkisporter at gmail.com. Ready, set, go! Success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or ideal. Earl Nightingale. Greetings. What a guan. Welcome to episode 96 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Henika Watkins-Sporto. Now, today's episode is with Dr. Will Moreland. Of course, he's a second time guest. I'm so happy to have him again. Dr. Will Moreland, a global leadership expert, an army veteran turned best-selling author and award-winning entrepreneur who travels extensively to train Fortune 500 companies as well as international companies. Dr. Will has been appointed a World Civility Ambassador and has committed his time to empower leaders around the world to lead with character, integrity, and compassion. Today, we are going to be talking about creating your checklist to get the most of conferences and seminars. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Dr. Will. Annika, happy new year and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you and your community. Thank you so much and happy new year to you too. So before we head into our conversation, I have a fun question for you. What's the most shocking thing you've heard about Jamaica and Jamaicans? What is the most shocking thing? Wow, that is a loaded question. <laughs> Let me try not to get in trouble here. It's, it's, it really is funny, and I think it's uh, it deals with a lot of places. It depends on who you ask about Jamaica, right? I know a lot of Americans come over to Jamaica to travel and vacation, and they always tell me that they love it. But then when I talk to actual Jamaicans about Jamaica, they always tell me to be careful when I get over there. So now I'm getting ready to come. I don't know which way. Should I just cast to the wind my worries and just enjoy it? Or should I be on guard? You just got to enjoy it. Jamaica, no problem, man. No problem, man. Even if I'm in Kingston? Even if you're in Kingston. So there are so many things happening everywhere, like all the negative stuff happening everywhere as it does in Jamaica. But you know what? Right. We know, and from perspective, that you know, only a small percentage of people everywhere that creates challenges for our country or island, wherever. So nothing to worry about. Jamaica, Irie, no problem, man. For real. It'll be my first time in Jamaica. So I'm looking very forward to coming over and, and seeing your beautiful country. We want to be getting into the whole conferencing and checklist and seminars, right? So it's the beginning of the year and no doubt many entrepreneurs are kind of 
eyeing various conferences to attend and, you know, events and seminars and so on. So let's talk about what needs to happen before the day of the event so that we can win at conferences. What are some of the things that we need to do? Yeah, that's a great question. And and especially I believe I believe in seminars. I believe in conferences. I think that you should always put yourself in an environment to grow, an environment to be challenged and to benefit the most from conferences and seminars. I really do believe that you need a strategy. So I'm really glad that we're talking about this. And I simply use personally a simple strategy that I call who, what, when, where and why. And anytime I get ready to go to a conference, I line it up against the who, what, when, where, and why. Who is giving the conference? Um, Is it a well-known conference? Um, Am I going to be able to benefit from the conference? I know earlier on when I was just starting off in business, I would go to everybody's conference just to go to conference because I felt good about being at a conference. I felt more accomplished because I was at the conference. But now that the demand is so much on my time, I really have to be very cognizant of where I uh, go and where I invest my time. So that first one is who is giving the conference. That's what I really focus in on. And so for you, uh, what determines, based on the who, what determines what your decision will be, whether or not you'll attend? Every year, um, I try to work on a different segment of myself and of my business. And so, for instance, uh, this year, I'm really dialing in on systems in my business. And so I, I try to find conferences that are really going to speak to building better systems in your business, building better systems in your life. And so uh, this year, 2019, uh, I I looked out and I suck out some conferences that I really thought would really aid me in that um, I would get some material that was going to help me. Maybe they were going to have some speakers that would uh, really be experts in that area. Quarter one, I'm really looking at systems. And so uh, I'll go to one or two conferences in the first three months of this year. That's really going to help me with that. No, you talked about the who. Let's move on to the what for you. Yeah, so the what, it begins to now really dial into the information. So I'll go to the conference website and I'll look at their agenda and I'll really see what information they're going to be providing. Uh, a lot of the conference, a lot of the conferences, um, they'll have a lot of breakout sessions and things like that. They'll have the main stage. And so I really try to make sure I get a schedule um, going in terms of, okay, this is the what that they're going to be providing at this breakout session. So I need to make sure that I'm going to get to that breakout session. So inside the agenda, I build my own agenda so I can maximize my time while I'm there. So we now move on to your when. Yeah. So then I like to look at actually when the conference is going to be taking place in terms of calendar time. Um, If it's going to be, let's say here in America, if it's going to be in February uh, in Detroit, I know it's going to be very cold. I'm probably not going to enjoy that. So I'm probably going to look for a conference that's probably somewhere in a warmer climate. And so that's very important. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to Jamaica. <laughs> exactly. 
And, and so I, I honestly look at that because I want the whole experience. If I'm going to have to leave my house, get on a plane. And now uh, what I really love to do as well is I like to explore the city or the state or the country I'm in. So if the weather is not going to permit that, then I'll probably skip that con- uh, that conference. And so we're moving on now to your where. Well, the where, the where is um, different as it relates to where they're going to have the conference, the facility. So that's different than the when, the date, but the where is what facility, the size of uh, the conference, um, if, if they're having it in um, a big arena. For me, this is important for me because I'm an introvert. So my energy is used by being around a lot of people. So I need to know where. If it's going to be in a big conference hall, I can mentally prepare myself for uh, me being around large crowds. Mm, you know, this is something you've said. And I need to get back to that because that's quite an interesting thing. And um, one would think that because you're an introvert, then you don't need to be around a lot of people. But I find that, you know, that I also need because believe it or not, I'm an introvert and I I draw my energy or I get energy from speaking to a large audience versus a smaller one. The smaller it gets, the more introverted I become. So I can re- relate to that. But we'll come back to that later. And finally, yeah. looking at your why. Yeah, and so the why kind of ties back into um, really asking myself, because there's going to be a time commitment, there's going to be a financial commitment, and so why can I justify why I'm really going to this conference? And I have to check off the block and say, okay, I know it's talking about um, uh, systems and things like that, but why do I believe that this is the best opportunity for me to learn about systems at this particular conference? And so I'm really, once again, because my time, um, <clears throat> there's such a demand on my time, I really have to make sure that it's going to be worth my time. Talk to us a little about the person, perhaps the personality type. I mean, we're not getting into psychology, et cetera, but um, just your personality type and the type of um, conferences and events that are more suited to you, because not everybody is extroverted. Um, I think, well, like, what I tell people recent, I've been telling people recently is that I am an, I am an extroverted introvert. Is that a consideration in terms of your personality type um, and the conference that you'd want to attend? Yeah, so I I learned a couple of years ago, um, I was listening to somebody, I can't remember exactly who it was, and they talked about how we talk about being an introvert or an extrovert and how we can use it as an excuse. And instead of thinking about it, the individual was saying, instead of thinking about it as a personality type, think about it as a personality preference. So I prefer to just be in my office or be in my man cave by myself. That's my preference. But as you know, in what we do, being a public speaker, I know for business, it's not good for me to just get on the stage say what I'm going to say, run back to the green room, get back to my hotel. I have to interact with people. And so um, I am an extroverted introvert, right? Because (laughs) it's a part of what I do. It's a part of the business of what I do. And so for me, um, I need a lot of information as it relates to the size of it. If I'm particularly speaking, the size of the conference, 
How long are you going to need me to be at the conference? Am I doing book signings? Just so I know how much gasoline I need in my tank. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you know I'm going to be there all day long, then I know. Like, I, hey, Will, game face on. You're going to be here all day. It's no sense of getting frustrated after 20 minutes of being here. If I thought I was going to be there 30 minutes and end up being there three hours, I may get cranky. I try not to, but I'm human. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I may need to step away and go get refueled. But as long as, you know, I, you know, even in my personal life, my wife, she always, I always ask her, uh, who's going to be there? Like, even if we're going to a Christmas party, I need to know, like, who's going to be there? Is it going to be friends? Is it going to be family? Is it going to be people I don't know? Because then I can kind of judge, like, what the conversations are going to be like. If it's people I know, they already know me. So it's not going to be the conversation of, oh, okay, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do? Right? <laughs> if it's people I know, it's just, hey, man, what's going on? How's the family? What you got going on? So those just information for me is very important. I want us to get back to um, some really, uh, you know, strong takeaways, deliberate takeaways. In terms of, we looked at all, all the W's. We looked at the the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. What I'd want us now to do is we have now identified, based on all of this, the conference or the, the, the event, whatever it is that we want, the seminar that we are about to, you know, we want to go to. What are some of the things that we need to do ahead of time um, so that we make the most of it? Because we've already gone through all the doubles and we have already decided, hey, this is a conference that I'm going to be at. How can we now um, come up with a strategy? What do we need to do ahead of time to make sure that on the day we make it count? Great question. Great question. And this is something I I do. I literally have my notebook out and uh, I'll go over once again, I'll go over uh, the sessions I want to attend. I'll go and write down the speaker or the trainer. I'll go to their website. I'll familiarize myself with their work. Um, Do I have their book or I'll watch some of their YouTube videos because they're only going to have 30 minutes, an hour to speak. And so I want to get a lot of um, their material on the inside of me for the hopes of if I get an opportunity to ask a question that I need clarity on, I can say, hey, I was watching one of your videos and you you said this. Can you elaborate a little bit more on what you meant by that? So I really try to educate myself. If it's someone that I want to really connect with, um, I'm going to try to find to see if we have some similarities. Um, Are there some connection points? Uh, I grew up in California. Did they grow up in California? I was in the military. Were they in the military? Um, I like beaches. Do they like, I'm trying to find a connection point. So when I go up and talk with them, I'm not asking them the normal mundane question that everybody else is asking them. I'm going to ask them a question that really um, allows them to engage with me. And if I can, I'll give you a quick example. I was recently in Las Vegas and, um, one of the, one of the speakers, um, it was someone that I wanted to connect with. And I went and I started um, Googling, Googling him and reading um, just a whole lot of information about him. And I walked away with really some some personal information about him. So when I had the opportunity to uh, speak with him, I asked him and I said, um, I don't mean to, you know, 
sound too forward or intrude, but I have read a lot about you. And I know one of the challenges that you had, um, you, you dealt with alcoholism. And he said, you're right, I sure did. And I said, can I ask you, because you've made and earned a lot of money and it would seem like you had everything going on for yourself. How does something like that happen to you? And you don't have to answer it if you don't want, but I, you know, I just wanted to learn. And he was so gracious and he, he said something to me, Hanukkah, that I never really thought about. And this is what he said. He says, Will, the trouble in life for most people is dealing with situations that money can't solve. He says, I know how to earn money. I've made a lot of money. That's not where my struggle was. My struggle was when my father got sick with cancer. My struggle was when my wife wanted to divorce me. My struggle was when two of my children were born with an eye disease. He said, I turned to the bottle because I never learned how to deal with problems that didn't require money. And that was powerful. And I got because I took the time to research that because I did not know that bit of information about him before I met him. I knew about all the good stuff, the thing that got him all the money, the thing that got him all the notoriety. But by doing a little bit more research, I found out that he had these other challenges that were not so much uh, in the forefront, but because I knew that I was able, and we ended up having like a 30, 40 minute conversation where everybody else was just, you know, one or two minutes asking him about, you know, his, the successes that he'd had in life. Wow. That is super profound, super, super profound. From what you've said, there are so many things I picked up from what we need to do ahead of time. And even from that very powerful story is that, we need to research the speakers first and foremost so that we can have conversational um, conversation starters and we can have icebreakers. So researching the speakers will give us that advantage. And you said that, that you know, whereas two um, other persons were speaking to this person for two or so minutes, you got 30 minutes with him, right? So that is case in point. And then you also talked about um, even in your story of asking the questions before um, you know, who's going to be there? Uh, you know, it's actually tying back to not necessarily um, personality um, type, but your personality preference, because that helps for you now to have the proper mindset, the right attitude and the energy, right? The energy that will be needed for 30 minutes at a, at a conference is different from one that uh, you'll be there for an hour or an entire day. So your mindset, your attitude, your energy and, and research, uh, research will help you to, you know, to frame that ahead of time. We talked about the, the conversation starters, right? So that's also a connection point and, and so on. So good stuff so far. Is there anything else that you want to share in terms of what we need to do before we, we attend a conference or a seminar? Yeah, it's something you just mentioned and I want to go back to it. Um, mindset. Um, a lot of your success at any conference is going to be your mindset. Like I go to a, I, I go and attend and I do my own conferences. Mindset is so important because I see people come to conferences. Let's say again, you're coming to a major conference is going to have 
um, a thousand people there, fifteen hundred people. A, a part of their success may be selling a product or a service. So just be in the right mindset. If that's not what you want to do at that time when they're selling a program, go to the restroom, go get you some coffee, but just come in the right mindset. You're going to be more receptive if you come in the right mindset. Um, it helps you not be disappointed. Like I know some conferences, if there's 5,000 people there, I'm probably not going to get to talk to my favorite speaker, right? As um, in turn, if it was a conference that only had 150 people, maybe I have more access to that individual. So me having the right mindset helps me out as well. And I know, Dr. Will, you could talk about mindset all day. I mean, and, and you never run out of things to say because, you know, that's what you teach. You talk about, you know, being um, developing the right mindset to win and to succeed in life. So this is absolutely an interesting conversation. I love what we've been able to come up with. And I sh- I'm sure that our peak performers have been, um, you know, entertained. Well, not entertained, but have been educated really in terms of what it is that they need to think about when they're planning to attend a conference. Um, I'm sure opening with all these double questions, which, and the truth is in everything in life, if, if we take them back to these questions, these who, what, when, where, and why, uh, we'll get the answers that we need. You know, if we, we really get to the core of why we're doing these things, when we need to do them, why we need to do them, etc. So it is very important and you've given us some great takeaways. So um, I want to take this opportunity, Dr. Will Moreland, to say thank you so much for being a second time guest on the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I am going to give you now an opportunity to share your contact information. And I know that you perhaps have an ebook that you want to give to our community of P performers or, or something that you want them to further connect with you on. Awesome. Thank you so much. And before I, I share that, I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing and even creating this space for individuals like me to come and share. So thank you for everything that you're doing for our industry. I'm very easy to get in contact with uh, all my social media handles are at Dr. Will Speaks. So you can go on Instagram, Twitter, um, uh, Snapchat, just at Dr. Will Speaks. And you can find me. My website is www.drwillspeaks.com. You can find me there. And for um, uh, everyone that's listening uh, to us, if you go to drwillspeaks.com forward slash uh, the entrepreneurial you, I will have an awesome gift for you and you can just log on, download it and use it for your benefit. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode with Dr. Will Moreland. I look forward to connecting with you next week. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate and review The Entrepreneurial You if you have not already done so. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. What good? I'm very excited about this segment, the Ask Henneke segment. And the first question comes from Janil Alcock. And Janil says, when you're planning, do you approach it on a yearly, monthly or weekly basis? Well, I normally have a major goal. Then I break them down into daily activities. So the major goal, if it's something for the year, it can be any period of time. 
but I have something major that I want to accomplish for the year. For example, if I want to publish a book by the end of the year, what I would do is I break those break that down into daily tasks that I need to do to accomplish that. So it is very important that, you know, I don't look at it from the big picture. Oh my gosh, it's a book. It's what I will do daily. For example, each day, perhaps I write a chapter or I do research um, on a particular area or whatever it is that needs to complete that book. I'll break it down. And then I use tools such as the Master Journal to help me with discipline, productivity, and focus. And so particularly at this time of the year, I look at the goals I want to accomplish. Then I devise a strategy to accomplish them. Each day I work on the various things that will get me closer to achieving them. That way all my activities are specifically aligned to my goals. I hope that answered your question, Janine. And thank you so much for sending in your question.